Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Jeff Randall, and joining me today is Mr. Charles McFall. How's it going, Charles? It is going well. I was going to introduce myself as Matt Carroll, but you didn't. You're you didn't not Matt Carroll, though. No, we but can't have been, Matt Carroll here right now. Unfortunately, part. we're having technical difficulties, but we have got to get Luke Cage, episode one, talked about today. Right. And I can send him the recording so he can get it put up. Moment of Truth is what it was called. I didn't even notice that. I don't even catch the titles most of the time. Man, I, I pay attention to all of it. Well, good for you. I know, it's my job. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn from you. So in Jessica Jones episode one, when we had, Matt was here yeah. instead, and you were on the other side, and you caught that there was like a, in the opening scene, there's a thing of Daredevil that going on. That shadow boxer, yeah. So I watched this entire opening, yeah. saw no Easter eggs either. at all. I didn't either. I, it may be that I catch it on the second one. I'm not sure, but <clears throat> that was... Uh, I don't know. It, it. Let's talk about the opening. Let's just go right into it, guys. This is going to be entirely spoiler-filled. Filled. No holds barred. We're talking about Luke Cage, episode one, Moment of Truth. That's it's right. The first right. in our series of Luke Cage series episodes, uh, which will be dropping once a day, uh, except for the Shield Day next week. Um, right. So let's kick it off. So in that opening sequence, we get we get Luke Cage basically. We get to see Luke Cage with the city on him. And it's so iconic and, and I guess, telling of how much the city has molded him and how much Harlem is a part of him, that it's on his flesh as he's breaking down walls and punching his name into it in the opening <laughs> sequence, basically. Yeah. Like, that's... that. Uh, I'm getting chills thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely... They do such a great job with how they do the openings for all the shows. Yeah. Your Daredevil with the blood running down, uh, Jessica Jones with the, the graffiti art, and now this with the Luke Cage as a canvas, and it's projected on to him, essentially. I mean, it's not that it's not even that plain as it sounds. Yeah. It's, just, it's so much depth to it. And, yeah. Oh, man. It's very cool. And, like, along, and it doesn't even, it, it never shows his face. It just shows his body, and him like slow motion punching, and then he eventually hits what looks like a wall, and his name comes up in the other on the other side of it. And as it should, that's probably one of the one of the better opening sequences. You know, it doesn't like doesn't pander to the last thing. Right, there's no Easter eggs. Yeah, there's no Easter eggs for anything yeah. else that we've seen so far, and there might be. Right, if I rewatch it again and, and again, <laughs> as you will, like I will. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and then you know we we basically just get dropped into. Luke Cage, day in the life. Post Jessica Jones. Post Jessica Jones. As you he, find he out pretty quote, that, quickly. Um, she's his rebound chick. Yeah. And they like they mention the shotgun. Yes. Um, just so you know, it's, it's her specifically. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your rebound chick. Oh, that could be anyone because he was, you know, <laughs> sleeping around back in Jessica Jones. And it's like, no, right. took a shotgun a bit, point blank. It's like, oh, there's only one person that's done that that we've seen. <laughs> I don't know. He might just—he might have everybody really mad at him. You think that's you think that's his his thing now? Uh, is no, no, baby. This is a special thing I want you to do. Here, trust me. Just hold this gun. Hold the shotgun. I need it. I need this from you. No, he said he still yeah. gets headaches. So like, yeah. he obviously got a traumatic brain injury. Well, here's injury. the thing: his skin is unbreakable, but, but he's not are. right. He got a concussion from that thing. You yeah, know, he probably got like he you say, probably swelling. got a brain injury. Yeah, he had swelling and right. like through the eye have the fluid removed. Right. Like, oh god, blah. yeah, I know, yes. right? Oh, like when at, towards the end when the fit, I, uh, I don't like 
actual body injury. Oh yeah, type stuff. yeah. And we didn't we didn't get to see Luke Cage being an actual even hero at all. And he, he or anything mean, really. Anything. Well, like, he did pick up the washing. machine. He picked up the washing machine from the inside, and like it was fun. And and Pop said, like, I love it when you do stuff like that, and. I yeah. do too. So like, does, I yeah, love so to do That was as much for Pop as yeah. it was for everybody watching. Like this guy does have super strength. Like put it right. out there. He has super strength. Just, just. Oh, I guess it's for the ones who maybe hadn't watched any of the other stuff. Daredevil or yeah. Well, he wasn't really in Daredevil, but Jessica Jones was where he made his appearance. Yeah, but they do mention so. like the, you should be out helping people like those other fellas downtown. Right. And the guy said fellas, yes. plural, which. Jessica Jones wasn't well, still a, being a hero. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a huge universe, right? And I think that's what they're laying down is we've seen Daredevil. Yeah. We know of one. We've seen Jessica Jones, who really wasn't a hero. That was just a fiasco. Yeah, it was, so it was her versus Tenet. But in theory... Kilgrave. <laughs> in theory, there's still other things going on. Now, I know we're about to get the Doctor Strange origin story. And that's going to set a certain timeline forward. We've seen the preview for Danny Rand, for Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. And that seems like that's going to be a little bit later in the timeline. But this isn't the birth of heroes. Yeah. You know, Captain America, if you want to say in the MCU timeline, Cap was maybe the first hero so far, if we go with that. But they yeah. were experimenting back then. And then you still have Iron Man, Thor, and all that stuff that happened years ago, in, even in this established timeline. And that could have been the downtown they referenced, you know, the first yeah, movie, it, Avengers it movie. Been. But most of the time when people mention that, they they mention just directly the Avengers. Right. Yes. But there yeah. was that one guy on the street that was selling videos of the incident, underlined, yes. and was mentioning, like, you know, uh, Tony Stark... And that, you know, the blonde guy with the hammer and yeah. the big, the great, the, what was it? The green monster. And I'm not talking about Fenway. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nice. Like make these real people. This is in our yeah. world. Like that links it together. It's great. The old guy with the shield. He doesn't look that old though. He's not though. I know that was, that was a funny line. Uh, so you're so much into, of course, partially for the show, partially for yourself. You're so much into, the the casting of everything and yeah, the acting. God. So there's a scene, and <laughs> you said, "I wonder when she's going to lose her arm." And I looked at you, and went, "That's that's not Misty, is it?" And you're like, "Yeah." And I thought I'd missed in the show where she said, "Hi, Misty," or anything like yeah, that. She never said like, "No." Name. I just you, I said, "How do you know?" You like that's so and so. That's Simone Missick. Yeah, I'm like who? Oh, geek, incredibly <laughs> hot. Yeah, I would like to and here's out. the thing: they're pushing the edge on this. They really uh, are. I still would have no problem with my kids watching it. I'm a different kind of parent, though. Just so everybody <laughs> knows. Uh, but they are. Some they people are, are going to be like, "Oh my God, Charles!" Uh, what? Well, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've tried to get my kids to watch Daredevil, and they're just not interested yet. Uh, my, they're starting to get interested in the Flash, which is more kid friendly. This yeah. is more adult friendly. But they're skirt. Marvel has said there'll be no swearing and no. Uh, nudity because it's still a comic book. Yeah. Well, they're very much skirting that well, line. They, they play with it in the opening a little bit. They don't drop the f bomb. There's no f right. bombs, but there is well, other swearing. And then they have the swear this, jar, we've which had is this, so great. I know we've had and we've had this conversation on breaking the panel about where the swear line is because some people don't think the s bomb is a swear. S-bomb. Other people do. I'm not. My my thing is going to go into uh, church. And see how you feel if you say anything. Right. I'll say, hey, I don't know where you go. No, you guys swear on the show. Uh, yeah, so, most of the time. Yeah, okay. We, most try, of the time, yeah. we try not to. Yeah. We try, we try not to get one fucking there every once in a while. We try not yeah. to do F-bombs, but I mean, yeah. if it's if it's in a review. 
Yeah. Or if it's somebody like right into the show. I mean, yeah. it's it's we're we're real people is what we assume. Right. So you could say well on this show we say you say shit. So they say at the beginning, well, that's that's one of those gray area words where damn and ass. You hear those on the radio. I heard bastard on the radio, not in reference to a child a fatherless child either. <laughs> you know, uh, so things are progressing, but I say, you know, I'll say bastard in the church all day long. I would I would feel very aggressive if I said shit, you know, and yeah. that's kind of where they're playing so with here, having right? A real bad day in church, and yeah. Shit, and they're yeah. Like, oh, sir, Could you calm down, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So they play with that in the opening, right? With yeah. the swear jar, with I, the swear I liked jar. that. I liked that they 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 kind of played around with it. it was a very bit. it was a very playful scene, yeah, to show you the lightheartedness and like well to show you the lightheartedness of the area because like in other instances in other media when you see harlem interact at all with anything right <laughs> it's always harlem's really Edgy negative and, and dark yeah. and and just mean like just angry about everything and that's not the case here like and he even says like when the kids come in here you know they sweep up hair they do you know they play on the xbox they do whatever they sit here and this is better than what's out there for them like what's right. waiting out there for them and right. like at that point pop is pop is providing a service pop is a narrator so he far really is. he's kind of giving you the here we're catching you up to this new the city again is a character it is and this this world feels so incredibly well populated like I feel like I'm watching from inside Harlem, right? And it's it's incredible how well they're doing all of that, especially like the camera work, and then just all of the background stuff. Like you can watch a thing with the Avengers, and there will be extras, and you don't really care. Like, you don't care what's going on back there. Like right, people yeah, yeah. need to be saved. Yeah, they're over there. You save them. Yeah, yeah. It's just dead ants. But Ultron is over there. You got to fight yeah. him. Go yes. fight him. Save the people, whatever. But fight him. Oh, there's a mom and a child. Whatever. Yeah. Get him out of the way. Go fight. Throw Quicksilver in front of it. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. But then, like, in this world, like, Mariah Dillard, uh, played by Alfred Woodard, fantastic woman. Um, and that's the politician lady. That's the politician lady. Okay. Mariah Dillard is, like, she's going through at this, at this, uh, this, off, uh, this event, this, I don't know what it was, but it Menopause? No, <laughs> this event with the children. Yeah, it was just a meet and greet where yeah, she's was, shaking hands. It was like a meet and greet and where stuff. they had burgers and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. And like she's she's interacting with all of these children. They don't say a word. Right. They're all extras, but like she's interacting with all of them as if they're people. Like those are people in this place. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm worried about the kids. I'm like, what what's going? On? You're an evil lady. I know this because you're the villain. But like, and they introduce that. To start with, they show her yeah. in the club with she's, the big she's bad. She's in the club associating with Cottonmouth. He hates yeah. that name, hates by that the way. Name. And and they kind of set her up as like we know that they're cousins, they're family, so there's that familial bond there. But she also realizes that he's like an overtly bad guy and doesn't want to be associated with him for her political standing. And like you get that that association there where she's kind of uncomfortable with it, but she's still willing to do that. Yeah. So, like, I I can't be okay with that. And then, they, like, I just I keep jumping around on stuff that that I've. That by, I but no mean, by no means, by no means, you think that she's doing the greater good by taking this bad bullet. No, she's absolutely wanting to do what she wants to do. Uh, yeah, making said, no qualms about it. She said to him, "Politics is where the power is." Yeah, and 
that's that sounds kind of like a dastardly line to just throw yeah. out there. You oh know? yeah, yeah. But you have no mistaking. She's not the nice innocent person. And in fact, they they show you the real her more. And only show you a tiny bit, like, that meet and greet of the politician part of it. Yeah. And then, like, immediately after she's done talking to those people, she has that face where the, the quick face change of, like, oh, my God, these people are disgusting. And right. And the guy squirts the... the um, well, you do the hand sanitizer the anyway. Hand sanitizer Go on. That's on just her. healthy. Yo, maybe. Maybe. I'm sorry. Did you not use hand sanitizer at your conference this week? No. Get the hell out of my house. You're going <laughs> to kill us all. <laughs> We're all going to die. No, I washed my hands frequently. <laughs> I didn't use hand sanitizer, yeah. but I washed my hands like a decent human being. Oh, good. <laughs> so it, it really moves. It's slow paced. Like, well, it's a steady pace. It's a it's steady a st- pace. But it's it's not like, oh, but it felt like it went fast, honestly. I guess because we're waiting for that moment of Luke Cage-ness. To yeah, we out. want Luke Cage to be the hero. Like, it's cool oh, that he picks up the washer. Going back to the final warning, though, they are, they are skirting the edge of nudity. They are, yes. Very, yeah, very we, we skirted. We branch on that. You know, uh, <laughs> It, it's it might be okay so my wife doesn't like to watch that kind of stuff with the boys because it makes her uncomfortable that if you're that kind of person it will make you uncomfortable i mean there's some some very big side boob going on and there's yeah, a oh, scene there's with a pasties yeah so it's not boob. technically nudity but it's it's after 10 p.m on tv nudity if that i mean it might be beyond that a little mm, bit it might be like after 10 p.m on like, usa up all night <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something like HBO or Showtime, but they no, would just HBO go with will it. always just go, with, just it, go with it. But yeah, like this is kind of this no, is AMC. It's not okay. It's yeah, like yeah. After 10 p.m. on AMC, there you go. It's, it's not like HBO. That. It's not ABC. It's so just be warned if you're gonna watch this with your family. But yeah, I mean, there's pasties. We didn't mind. <laughs> I like boobs. <laughs> yeah, there's pasties involved, and they. They don't smash it down. No, they like do not. The pa- it's like they painted this on and like put sparkly crap in it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it's, the it's point. barely that's, it's barely towing the line of no nudity. Yeah, yeah, but it helps to set the scene and and open it those does. characters. It tells the story of those characters of how they are, especially the kid, um, Shamik. God, I yeah. almost lost his name. How in the world you picked up that name that fast? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's Shamik, and then the other one that was a buck fifty soaking wet. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's the kid that they're looking for now. The kid yeah. that they showed at the end. He's the other half of the money, basically. But no, the the kid Shamik, like <clears throat> when uh, when he took when he's when he did his dastardly deed and stole money, even if it was from a bad guy, he didn't. It's like he didn't understand. He knew that it was a bad guy, but he didn't right. think he was going to get caught for it. So it was still there was, an act of crime. Yeah. So when he does his bad thing and then has all of this money out of nowhere, he's he's a dumb kid. He's going to go like blow it all at a strip club. He's not going to like go bury it or anything. Yeah. So you know that just opens the character up and sets the stage for him a little bit. And then he it looks like he dies. Spoilers. We already said there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. yeah like there's no old bard. Yeah. Uh, he hit by a truck with two fists. Yeah, a truck with two fists. <laughs> now, your favorite scene was right before that. Well, one of your favorites. We saw it in the trailer, and you were just ready for it, and it was great where the Biggie Smalls, mm, yeah. King Biggie you pictures like Biggie there. Photo. And, yeah. You know, another piece of good camera work was shortly after that where Luke is losing his, his shit a little bit in his room. Yeah. And he sits down to calm down, and the camera pans to oh, a yeah. counselor in jail, and it, it's the same room, right? But the colors change. Yeah. And then it pans back and the colors come back. And it's just a really cool 
subtle flow. Yeah, it's it's basically like you you get to just kind of jump into his mind and see what yes. he's, what he's pulling himself into because he picked up a book yes. and looked at it. And it was the Invisible Man, which is what he wants to be more than anything is not seen and yeah. not messed with, be left the hell alone, like he said. And he's not going to be able to. He's too much of a hero, like just in general. He's too much of a hero. He can't stand by and watch bad things happen to good people. Right. And that's what he did. Like even this, this late, that... That is such a great depth of character for him that that we get to see where this lady, he walks past right. first. And it's just this little throwaway thing where it's like, your rent money's due. And he's like, well, I got to go to work to get that. And she's like, it better be tonight. And, yeah. you know, just like, damn that landlady. Like, oh, she's such a, just a bitch. Like, why is she Actually, riding his ass a little was, bit? She was not even as mean as she could have been. Right. They said she's on the warpath. She was firm. She was. Firm. There was zero. It wasn't negativity like a, to it. It wasn't like a right. Spider Man style. Like, where's my money? Right. There was no. There was no darkness or negativity. Yeah. It was to just. It. You're like, man. I. It makes you kind of like her a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But it's also like she. You want. It's like they want to lead you to being uneasy with her. Like, yes. I don't know if I would like her yeah. that much. But then, well, she's an antagonist to him because he could lose his place of living. Right. Right. You know? So, and then later when. In like in the last scene with Luke, she's getting stuck up basically, and and firmly told like you have to shake down. She's getting shook down. She, yeah, for she's getting shook down. Money and and it's a you have to give us this money so that we can give it to Mariah Dillard. It's a donation. Like you basically you owe it to us because you live in this neighborhood. Right. Like that's not cool. But he could have very easily just walked on past. And, and Luke could or Luke could have easily walked on past and been like, yeah, that's what you get for being a bitch. But instead, he walks inside and he's like, I don't like your tone. Yeah, you're being disrespectful. Well, I, I, so I, actually, I, I disagree with you a little bit. One, it's Luke Cage; he's not going to walk past. But yeah. two, she was never bitchy to him. She she was he was ten days behind on his rent, and he hands her the money that he has. She goes, yeah. I only count three hundred. And he goes, Let me go to work and get it. But she's like, Okay, but tonight. You, I mean, she's firm, but at no point is she like up his ass about "I hate you." You know, she was actually giving him plenty of leeway. I think it was to do his thing without being over. Oh, you poor boy! You know, it, I think it was mostly his interaction with her while she was saying that that kind of led people sure. or led me to think. Well, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I agree with you. It's supposed that. to be there a little bit. But, yeah, they're leading you toward that. What was the name of her restaurant? Uh, it was. Genghis Connie's. Connie's. I know, right? I loved it. I was. <laughs> I love puns so much. Yeah. Like I went to a Microsoft conference this week, and <clears throat> I bought a shirt that has the Excel logo on it, and right above that it says, "I simply." <laughs> nice. And I was just like, I have to have this. Not nice. only because it has that, but because the brand of it is software. W E A R. Yeah, I nice. Like, I, I need it. I need it so badly. I don't care if it's twenty dollars. Give me the shirt. <laughs> Give it to me. There's definitely certain Uber geek shirts like that that are really cool. Yeah. What uh, What else did you like about it? Well, I mean, we got we got to see that there wasn't really any kind of holding back on the effects. You know, with the with the gunfight in the in the junkyard, we had blood spatter on the camera. Um, yeah. The and. It's like they just they set the stage for the, with this one. I mean, they have to. It's the first episode. They set the stage. Right. You see all the bad guys we being bad. We see all the pieces. We get right. to see how bad Cottonmouth is willing to be. 
Yeah, Diamondback um, is name dropped. Yeah, Diamondback is name dropped. Shades is in there, and he's got that like really imposing presence where you know he's bad and you know he's like good at being bad but like the fresh bodyguard for cottonmouth doesn't know and he just looks at him every time he speaks he's just like why are you even talking yeah he's got that that look to him without even using his eyes you you can tell he's incredible he's more powerful than what's going on yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Like without that's that's one of the crazy things. Like that guy's a really great actor. I forget his name. He was in uh, Sons of Anarchy, but without being able to use his eyes because of the shades, mm-hmm. he's got to emote his entire face and and everything to these people, and he does so flawlessly, and it's incredible. So it was about time. It was the last scene of the movie. Pretty much is he finally gets Episode. to be the superhero. It's not a movie. Episode. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> so yeah, last scene and and he finally decides, you know what? It's time it's time to just be a hero for these people. And he doesn't even say well, he didn't hero. Say and she goes, I want to hire you. And I thought for sure he said hero for hire, but he didn't he didn't nah, he say didn't. that. We he had said, to check. He he paused for a while and said, I'm not for hire. Yeah. But you have my word, ma'am. I've got you. <laughs> like, oh man, when Luke Cage's got you, yeah, that's it. You don't need anybody else. Yeah, and you stand the, behind him. <laughs> the man, the, it's presumably Connie's husband, but you never hear his name. Yeah, he's like, you made it worse. You're just gonna come back. Yeah, and that's when he's. And like, that's yeah. that. That's that. That contrast in that kind of situation where you've got the people that want to cow down and don't want to fight back because mm-hmm. they think it's just gonna make it worse. But then there are the people that know that something has to be done, but they they cannot but when somebody comes along that can they want to they want to uplift them yeah she went and reached in the register took all the money out of it took all the money and was like this is for you and he's like i'm the one that owes you money and that uh, and she's like you see that like oh yeah that's right but you have too much honor to to, oh uh, yeah uh, eh, but we want to hire you i want to give you money yes (laughs) i mean at that point he at least could have just been like you know what I'll protect you, but please just you gotta you gotta be. She, I think she would have had rent. to. She would have had to say that. Say because yeah, I, he's she, not going to. He's it. not going to say that. He's never going to ask for money. You and I know exactly why. It makes me think back to okay. what Pop said. Um, is you know these kids need help. You know in Harlem, these mm-hmm. kids need help, but they're too damn proud to to say it. So you got to yeah. Jedi mind trick them yeah. into wanting the help that you're offering. So it's and he wasn't offering help, but it's uh, I mean, that was pops pops is the narrator, man. He definitely yeah. is helping us put the pieces together. Yep. All right. Is there anything you need to promote pimp out before we finish this up and go watch episode two? Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size <laughs> Team Up Network. Uh, if you want to find out where we are. Uh, go to mcucast.com. Uh, all of our stuff is available there. Uh, you can catch, you can give us feedback if you want to be part of the conversation because we love having everybody be part of the conversation. We're building a community. You can hit us on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash mcucast. We're at mcucast on Twitter. Uh, you can email us mcucast at gmail.com or you can call us and leave a voicemail that we'll play on the show. 573-CAST-MCU is that number. 573-CAST-MCU. And uh, yeah, join in the conversation. Let's go watch episode two. God, I'm excited about this show. <laughs> Until next time, true believers. True believers.